My cat wants me to cameo. Hi, Pinky. Really feels like, what are you doing? Hi. Hi. I love animals. Hi, I'm Elaine. I'm Dee. And this is Can You Dig It? Haiku Recap Podcast. So, we're here together for the first time ever. Same place. We got to watch it together, experience it together. Honestly, I was like, this episode is, was so dramatic. I was like, really? We were so quiet the whole time. We were just like watching, like, totally zoomed in on everything. I didn't take any notes. I got so emotional when I was watching it. I was so like, emotional. oh. Definitely. Yeah, like that's the thing. It feels like it's so dramatic about something that was like so small. It happens to almost everyone. But then you think about it, and like there have definitely been moments in my life where I've made a mistake and I'm like, guess everything's over and I should just stop it like existing. And he just like does the same thing. It's like weirdly realistic for how dramatized it is. But yeah, so we open the episode. With a conversation between Asuki and Daichi. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I really like the way they interact with each other. I love that Daichi is not afraid to like kind of be an asshole to him. Daichi is at his funniest when he's talking to Asuki. The three of them together, they're so funny because Daichi and Hugo will just clown the hell out of Asuki. I love it. And Asuki's just like, it's so funny to me. I love it so much. Yeah, honestly, like all my favorite Daichi moments are him just being like, "You're you're being so stupid," and that's what he does. He's basically like, "I like don't don't freak out about this," or like just come back and like honestly, good advice. Yeah. You should just come back. And often he literally being scared. He's like, "You're so scary when you're mad." <laughs> He's like, "I'm not, I'm not mad at you." It's so oh, really I love that. He said he has that like persona about him. You're like he's terrifying when he's mad and Daichi's like I'm not mad I'm just trying to be your friend right now I love it yeah that that scene was really cute I also like what what Daichi said about like the Nekoma game about how like I I don't know the way he said it was something about like how they don't actually have like any like none of the players on either of the teams know each other but like because of the history they're gonna like bring it back which I I don't know I just thought it was like very interesting to like acknowledge that like they honestly like don't they don't have like any beef they're just kind of like exactly they're just gonna do it because like in the past it was a thing and like that makes it exciting which I don't know I just I just thought that was interesting I always think of like friendly rivalry is always so fun I do too I honestly really like the the Nekoma cross no rivalry I think it's so fun it honestly like my favorite thing the entire series I think it's just so fun to watch yeah it's really fun and I like that like everyone they live they do like the foils really well like kind of everyone has like someone on the other side that they're like except Kemma because like what will he ever oh then we get another conversation between Takara and Bukai I they're so perfect I love it Bukai literally just like singing and cleaning the shop and Takara's just 
staring intensely through the window. Oh God, how funny they are, honestly. Like all of the times that I laugh into them over because it's Agatha. I'm always like looking out for like the horror elements in Haiku because I just like think that those are really interesting. They're like authoring strike horror. And like him standing in the shop window, like just staring, so just staring at him. I don't know. It was sort of it was so too. funny. What I said about high school was really, I don't know if it's necessarily like accurate for everyone, but I definitely feel like if I was to go back to my high school life, I like would not enjoy that experience because I definitely wouldn't. I really wouldn't. I feel like it's different for everyone though. There's always a different reason, but I feel like I would sort of feel like the way that Ukai does of like, if I went back, it's like, if something was different, like things change. I know that things change because I've seen it on Instagram that my school like painted the walls. And I was like, oh my god, like, the wall is wrong. Oh like, god, it's yeah. just like it's no longer like that that like moment frozen in time that it is for you. So I understand his like struggle with like going back to that place. Yeah. If he went back, he'd want to play. And that's something I always think about too, because I get that way. Where it's like if I go back, I would want to do certain things that you just can't and that's like I'm gonna do it. That's how the neighborhood is just just I automatically what funny to me because Takara is like such a sweet guy like his whole persona is just like so kind and sweet and like he is those things but also he will not leave this guy alone and he is like purposefully like fucking with him like he 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 says all of the things that he knows are gonna like get under his skin and it did and it works (laughs) you're making me so mad you're making me so pissed I'm tired of this when's your next practice he even says it he's like are you trying to piss me off? I love it, honestly. Yes, he is. It's Thank just something know. about the Ukais and their Nekoma rivalry. It's so funny. Basically, he just like says that Kasuga sucks. When he's like walking back into the building, he's like, I can't like let them play and like have them suck against Nekoma. You've never even seen them. You can have to see it. I think he just honestly, that like he was like trying to tell him, I think he, my firm belief, if you wanted to coach, but he kept trying to tell himself not to do it. And then this is that turning point where he's kind of like, dang, I really need to do this. But he needed it to seem like he didn't actually like, care that much. So he's like, well, they can't be bad. When in reality, he's like, no, I have to do this. And he still is like trying to be like, no, I'm not doing this. When he like comes in and he's like, only until after the next game. Like, no, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. And you know what? I bet Confident knows that. He's like, that's not happening. He's not leaving. You're staying. It took me so long to get you to come here. You're gonna stay. I feel like the second that they hear Ukai, they would have been like, "Oh, that makes sense." But it wasn't until they said, "They were like, oh, that's crazy." The fact that they just knew him as like the guy from the shop, (laughs) mean shop owner that would always yell at them. I don't know if it's just me, but like I hear someone, I have like the last distinct last name of someone. I'm automatically like, are they related to them? I don't know. I ever like really think about it, honestly. But I guess they just didn't know his name. That's true. Like they really just knew that he was the guy That's who worked true. in the shop. Yeah. I don't think they knew his name even. They didn't know anything about him. There's just like some guy. And then when he just like asks why the shop isn't called like okay, so sweet. He's so cute. The fact that he like quickly corrected himself and he was like, I mean uh <laughs> sir. I mean uh sir. I honestly I just love the interactions of Carson as a whole between Ukai and the team because it's yes. just so it's just so casual. Yeah, they have a really like sweet balance, I think, of like I don't know. I mean, because Ukai is like young. How old is he? I was doing I was doing that in my head. He'd probably be about 26 or 27 because he typically like graduated like 
18, 17, 18, and how, uh, but it was like, yeah, seven or eight years ago. So I was like, he was probably like 26 or 27. Okay, yeah, that, that tracks. So I feel like he wouldn't want them to be like super formal. Like I would feel super uncomfortable when yes, like, my just, students are formal with me. Yeah, like, when I teach, I'm like, please don't be formal with me. Like when they call me miss, I'm like, oh God, don't, <laughs> don't, say, okay. don't say yes ma'am, just don't do it. So, yeah, so I feel like he would he would sort of feel awkward if they were like, which understandable. It's just so funny though that he literally just did not even bat an eye. But like often he would talk to them, like we were saying last episode. I feel like it's more of like a he feels cool that they're liking him. And he's like he's such a cool teacher, like Takachan. But like Takachan, I don't think it's like the same. I think it's like different things. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think that like Ukai feels like cool and young that like the kids like him I think he just is like I don't want them like to don't. think of me yeah, as being don't. like some old guy anyway he's just talking kind of excited because he's just like geeky like third year old man and he's like they think I'm cool I love him he's so great he had the best moments this episode 100% he had the oh, best moments so good it was so good it was so funny I just everything about him then we uh, also he is like all sad, sitting on the hill, and then he comes back, which I, I like, what was he coming back for? Was he coming back to play or not? I like, think, I genuinely think he just wanted to watch and see it until he had a big mouth. Yes, uh, he's like, it's up. He's like, like at the window. Why, why is he climbing up the wall to look out the window in the first place? <laughs> My favorite from the dub is when it was yelling at him, and he's really, he does a chop chop man bun. <laughs> chop chop man bun! I think it's so funny. Uh, I do miss man bun. That was, that's really good. Like, you're late. It's my first year here, and you're late. What's your position? Like, why are you not here? We need to play. Are you being so mean to him? Honestly, if I was awesome, he would have been like, nah. I love that moment. He just like bullies him into it. Which, like, I guess is what Ozzy needed. But it didn't work with IT, it didn't work with Suga. It took like, Someone else to Someone be he's like, like scared of yes, to be like, exactly. what are you doing? I'm just so excited to meet the Neighborhood Association because I love Shimada so much. Yeah, he makes me so happy. And the fact that Yamaguchi is like the first one to see him makes me oh so my God. emotional. I have that moment and they're just like standing opposite each other. It's so good. I, I only know his name. I don't know yeah, any no. of their names. No. I just know she's like, like the one who's like with him all the time. I don't know his name. I'm always just saying that they're kind of like like Shimada and then the other like long guy in the Oh yeah, I always like I kind of noticed that. I feel like that blonde guy is like nice though. So I can't, <laughs> I can't necessarily do that. To me, that feel like they have like the same level of interactions as like Narita and like um Like that I feel like yeah, that is the vibe that I get from them. That's true. I think it was mainly just like that they both kind of care at the same time, and it was like, okay, I, was yeah, kind of I, like, I see it. Personality wise, no. For some reason, I feel like in my head, like also, especially because like young Ukai kind of looks like Tanaka. Yes. And so I always think of them as like the previous generation of like those three. Yeah. Like, Naruto, Tanaka, and Kinoshita. That's like, for some reason, how it always is in my mind. Not that that's like related to anything that. Ukai in high school literally it looks just like both, both Ukai. Both like Ukai senior and like the newer one, they they both have the shaved head. Like Chinaka. Is that what it looks like? Because they're punks. Yeah, honestly they are. Punks and why? I love it though. Um then also he like does his dramatic entrance 
is like walking. The hamster grab. It's so funny because like that scene is set up. It, it reminds me of like in Princess Diaries when she's walking down the staircase with like her gown. <laughs> but like he, he opens the door and he's just wearing the same black tracksuit as everyone else. But it's just like you expect to make some big reveal with the way they set it up. It's Hi. so funny to me. Like they're just so dramatic. And like everyone is so excited. Like even Himato looks so excited. I really love it. I love so excited. I love this entire match that they have. And just like all the way they like interact with each other during it. Something about it just makes me so happy because it's finally them like working as a team. Yeah, and not only a team, but like I feel like I don't know, even just like there are like a lot of random small interactions that are really like like when um Kariyama and Su- and Tsushima are like getting ready to do that block mm-hmm. and Tsukushima is like, well, now we actually have to block it, you know that. And Kanye was like, yeah, of course I know we actually have to block <laughs> it. I don't know what to do. Like, like I, it's just, it's so cute. I love it. Or even later on, when Kanye like, keep sending him to Asuhi until he hits it. Just like the most bizarre thing, because it's like obviously they're playing against each other, and then in the past, Kaviyama would have been like so and not about that. Yeah, but they're like a team. It's so cute. I love it. It was honestly such. It was really nice to watch the practice. Yeah. And I love watching them, like, kind of, like, the team is split on. The, is this the only time that we have something like that happen? Where, like, we watch them, like, be split? Other than, like, the Kanata. Yeah. Really honestly, fun. this is, like, the only time that they, like, play against each other, really. Yeah. I really like it because it gives you, like, that insight of, like, even though they're on opposite teams, they're still, like, you can still see who's like teammates. Like exactly. they're like giving each other advice from like across the net. And Tanaka is like crying the whole time. <laughs> that was I think literally that moment makes me so happy. Because he had been talking before and always like, oh yeah, about how every single block in the inner season. And he does it and Tanaka's just like, you know, they're gonna like burst into tears. And then like later on when like when Kayama and Sukushima are talking about the block. And then, like, the third, like, face pans into the frame of Tanaka, and he's just crying again. <laughs> like, like, I love it. And honestly, he's, he knows these people. Tanaka knows Arthur. He knows Noya. So it's going to make him emotional. Versus, like, first person really had that experience. So they're kind of just, like, I'm like, yeah, you guys can do it. So, like, Tanaka's seeing it. He's like, yes, they can. Yeah. I love watching him. He's just, like, so emotional. And Daichi, too, is just, like, they're all so emotional about the whole thing. Like, um, oh, so circling back, I feel like this is the first time we get a little bit more in depth of like the whole thing with like Kuga and Kageyama. Okay, I have a lot of opinions on the whole Kuga Kageyama thing. Listen, I Kuga is like Kuga's big thing about Kageyama being straight and center is that he's like, oh, well, Kageyama can do this, Kageyama can do that, and I'm like, that's true, but I don't know why he was so quick to just be like, Kageyama's so much better than me. And it's like they have different aspects of the next setters because like I see he was even saying it where he was like Suga knows that like the set is perfect to me like this is my set that he always gives me and I'm like in a sense that the Kageyama doesn't mean it then yeah I don't know for me I was always like I kind of I completely understood where where Suga was coming from I never questioned his choices like at all and I understood where he was coming from I just get like I get like weird about it for me that's just weird to me especially when. Suga gets subbed in because I feel like that's such a chance for Kageyama to get a chance to like sit out because I I don't place I haven't really worked that often but you get exhausted and you start to kind of like lose it wouldn't it be like helpful to have Kageyama like sit out for a bit to like 
chill and relax and to not burn himself out yeah. and to have your second setter come in take the place and then whenever Kazuyama's like not like so burnt out anymore to have him switch back I think yeah I mean which they do like they do that later yeah it's just it takes so long and I'm just like I don't know I feel like it's such it's such a thing that's always like gotten to me yeah I don't know exactly how that works I feel like I think in in like professional level matches because they're longer mm-hmm. there's more alternating of yeah. players like from from what I've seen not that I'm like an expert or anything in volleyball but of what I've seen I I, I feel like there's more like changing out of people versus like the high school matches it seems like they just keep the same people all the time because they're only three sets yeah because not as long but I don't know like strategically like I feel like you just want all your players to be good yeah. you know like you don't want to feel like the person you're subbing in is like not good and so I feel like having Suga there as the the alternate like makes perfect sense because he's also good yeah it's just the fact that like the time that he does get plugged in he's not to be a setter it's just to like play I don't know it's always mm-hmm. something that's been like really like I've always thought about it like why don't they do it like this because me personally I think it's helpful to do that I don't know I mean the thing is like Kaneon is like a genius like she will say that over and over again. So like I feel like maybe necessarily we don't totally see it in the show because we don't watch Shuba play that much. But mm-hmm. like Kamiyama is like what holds together Krasno's like ability to function as a team. Like I feel like there are a lot of things that Krasno pulls off that they would not be able to pull off with Suda yeah. as a setter. Like they're able to be so aggressive, which is like their big asset, because Kamiyama is aggressive. So I think like for their team what they end up going with makes sense the starting lineup makes sense I get it I just like sometimes I just like think about it where I'm like why do they because like I don't know because there's our teams because they just have like the one setter and I'm like what happens if that setter gets burnt out because like we saw it like we see later with Nekoma and they're like about to get their reserve setter to come in just in case so like what about the other teams that don't have a second setter or what about the teams where it's like they probably all do. And we just like don't, don't see, see it. That's true. Because like Shirin Zala has Sammy. Seijo has Dahaba. Like there's like and then Kukurdani has another set. Like they yeah, all like they all and have they think it's just Inarazaki. Do they we don't hear about that's true. A second set. But we don't really like know most of their players are either the main players or Kita. Yeah. Like we don't really like know the people on their bench. That's true. So it's just it's I've always just like questioned that. Like why don't or like why do and, like, the only reason we really know for other teams is, like, like the only reason we know about um, the kid who almost subs in for Kenma is because oh. it's, like, plot. Yeah. But, like, Atsumu's not going to, like, burn out during a game because he's Atsumu. Like, he's fine. I guess in a sense it doesn't apply to people like Kazama or Atsumu or, like, how even. It just doesn't apply to them. So just, like, in theory, that's my big thing where it's, like, why don't they do it like that? And maybe, I don't know, I don't feel like I just don't, don't know enough and like obviously he's a good backup server it's just that he doesn't get when he goes in which like I guess like he doesn't first really? I can't recall him like actually I mean he probably does and they do that like double setter thing yeah and there's the time he goes in when Kageyama's like freaking out yeah I guess in that sense he does then but like typically usually he goes in it's him subbing out like <laughs> my glasses like the sticking in my glasses fell off it's typically him subbing out for like Hinata. Right, to do their like their special move or whatever. Yeah, it's never really 
him sending out to do the center unless it was like that one moment that it happened that went in soon. But I feel like no one else gets left out either. So that's true. <laughs> just, like, honestly, that's true. I just have a lot of feelings. I just I just really like Suja. And part of me is like I wanted to play. I get it. I 100 percent understand why. I understand why he had the reaction he did about it, why he was so fine with it, and why Hunky Allen was part of center. I just I feel like people really like to make this like way more emo than it is. I don't think it's emo. Like that like, like the, I don't think it is. The way that I have seen people talking about it is like so much of like Suga having this like intense, like I don't know, like depressive episode about he it. Was literally like, he was like, no, like it. It. no worries. He was like better than yeah. It's fine. And also, like, that, yeah, that person's better than me. And it, like, sucks, but it sucks to, like, know that. Yeah. And, like, that's how I feel bad because, like, Suki just realizes it. And I'm just, like, it makes me, like, upset. But it's not a whole, like, emo, ridiculous. Yeah. Moment. Like, it's not angsty. Like, obviously, like, he doesn't, he doesn't, like, I don't think he's going to care. He really is just, like, no, like, it makes sense. He just knows that, like, yeah. that's how it is. It's, like, honestly, and that's how my whole, like, like, the best strategy for him to do that. I just love like speech he gives his speech though. Like the way he talks about like setting to Asahi and then Suki does this thing. It happens a couple times where he like will say something and then he goes to like each individual person that's involved and will also like say something to them. Like when he comes on the court and like has that whole like interaction with everyone before they start playing the magic. He's just so like charming and just so fun. He's so good. Like, the, just the, even just the way, like, first he's talking to, like, the, the whole room, and then he talks to Aki, and he talks to Kagayama, and then he talks to Noya. Like, he goes, like, yes. he makes sure his, he makes sure that everybody is cool. And it's just, like, I love him. He's honestly, like, the mediator, in a sense. Yeah, he really is. Especially, like, his, like, reactions to things. His, his expressions are so perfect. I love his expressions. I love his eyebrows. He has those thick eyebrows. I just think they're He's so cute. He's so good to him, too. <laughs> yes, he looks so cute. Oh, I love that moment when Noya, like, calls Suga cool. Oh, yes. What was he? I can't remember what he told me about. Like, why he said it. It's, like, later, yeah, like, when they're actually playing, he does something. And Noya, like, calls him cool for it. And the thing that I really loved about this was, like, Suga's, like, oh, that's a big compliment coming from you. And I just love Noya's like obliviousness to how other people see him. He's like, what do you mean? Like, why? It's like, because you're cool, dude. Like, like, Noya's obviously the coolest person. He's so and, cool. and he doesn't even realize how cool he is. Exactly, because the coolest people don't know. Like, exactly. He's so cool. And everyone is like, that's what someone who's cool looks like. Yes. And he's just like totally doing his own thing. I just, I love how oblivious he is to that sort of thing. Is the fact that. He's so cool, but he doesn't like even realize it. Yeah, he's just like he's in like his own cool. world. What do you mean? Yeah, he doesn't even care. He's not doing it for the clout. Um. Oh my god, back to Takara <laughs> when they do the quick for the first time, and he's just like behind his time. He's like, yeah, and he's like bobbing around behind him, like trying to get his reaction. And Ukai is just like completely like dead face, just like. <laughs> just watching what him. happened? And Takara's like, yeah, yeah, you saw that. Oh you yeah, that? oh yeah. I love, I love their relationship. I think it's so funny to watch it. Yes. I, and they just like, I love the way that their relationship like grows. Yes. And they just, honestly, it's one of like the most emotional things for me first time. Yes. It's seeing them like still working yes. together. I like ride when like, I found out. Eight years later. I they're really still like, living it. I'm crying when I found out. It just makes me so happy. 
that you went that Usama could be like it's just until the end of the next match. Eight years later, he's still there, like almost a decade. He's just like, yeah, this is like my job now. And it's not even like he left after the first year he graduated. Like he's still there with them. Those are his boys. And then when you see like all of the little, like the new Karasuno kids in like that one panel, they're so cute. And like, oh, I just love it. It makes me so happy. I love that they're still with them. Like this impact that they've had on them and how they're like remaking a name for Karasuno. Yeah, and like they they honestly were like such fundamental parts of that. Like, yes, the players were a part of that too. Like Hinata being there mm-hmm. and Kayama being there and stuff. So like that's important as well. But like ultimately it's like their leadership that is exactly. like really what what changes things for Karasuno. Like, Kapura went to do the Nekono match, he went to get Ukai to play, and then like during everything he was like they were always like working to improve that team. Also, side note, one of those little Karasuno boys looks like Daisho and he looks really cute. Yeah. He looks so much like Daisho. Oh my god, he guys. I just like saw him and I was like, oh my god, he's so cute. Yeah, I really like that panel. Um, it's really sweet. I get so emotional every time I see it. Then we get the commercial break, blah 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 blah, and the flashback happens. The flashback so makes me just wanna. The first part of the flashback, we have the game between Dantako and Krasno. And it's like, I don't even, I don't even know how to explain like how it makes me feel. It's so weird because like it's all in like the music and like the way everything is like shot is so dramatic. It's so intense. It's so intense. And then, like, that moment when, like, those people in the stands are talking about it and they're like, that Weaver was, like, so amazing. But, like, too bad that. Too bad the Weaver spider sucks. I was like, yeah. oh, God. Because, like, I know, like, Noya is also, like, like, he's really hard on himself after that match happens. Mm-hmm. So, like, how true do you think that that spectator's like, viewpoint was? That, honestly, like, Noya was doing the most? Honestly, I'm a firm believer that, like, Noya's, like, the most viable asset for Karasuno. Same. But it's kind of just like face value. Like this one match that you see, you can't really like determine the entirety of the team as a whole. Unless he's gone to every single That's match true. and seen everything. It's like, yeah, I think he might be right in the moment and it's very accurate in what he's saying about Noya. But like, it's not, it's something just to like take at face value. Cause it's like, you see that one match. You can't judge the entire team just from that one match you see. Like, the Karasuno and Inazaki match, you can't judge Inazaki as a team yes. just because of this one match that they had. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what like, the truth is. I think as a whole, yeah, like the team could probably function without Asahi, but like they couldn't without Noya. Mm-hmm. But again, I think that like the most interesting part about this whole thing is that like there was no single fault to like be given mm-hmm. and that's like what makes this first like the whole drama between the the team before the first years get there so interesting and so valuable is that like it's all about teamwork and it's all about this like the shared blame exactly which like god if they had a freaking adult in the room exactly could have been, <laughs> someone could explain this to them it's like also he's blaming himself and no idea like i made a mistake i made a mistake too yeah. it's not just you and the all three of them are yeah. like blaming themselves for what happened and like that's the whole thing like they're a team so everyone is responsible that's 
Yeah, none of this would have happened if they had just like had an adult in the room. Exactly. Yeah. If Taka had been there already. <laughs> if Taka had been there, none of this would have happened. Exactly. But then honestly, the fight just makes me lose my mind. Like the way that Noise and Zero came in with the broom break. It is so much. That and Tanaka so literally much. having to hold Noia off of Asahi. The gall, he is five foot three and he really came for him. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. So they have that fight and it's like very dramatic. But then the real, the real part about this that gets me. so mad. That I like cannot handle to this day, I think it's the most frustrating thing in the world, is the fight that they have in the hallway. Like, okay, first of all, the fact that, like, they didn't even finish, like, they didn't squash their beef, like, they had to also fight about it in the hallway, like, okay. The thing is, I don't even call it a fight. It's honestly just, like, a confrontation with Noi being, like, like, why aren't you there yesterday? Like, what's the deal? And then, of course, the vice principal walks out the door, and he's, like, there's no yelling in the hallway. And then, after you leave, the fact my thing with this mm-hmm. the fact that the vice principal grabs Noya's shoulder no. and then Noya's like like shoves him off because like you don't touch a student you don't touch a student mm-hmm. regardless of what it is there's not a physical fight going on even in them maybe you shouldn't grab a student but like there was no need to grab Noya to touch him in any way and the fact that you're going to suspend him even though you had grabbed him and he was like that is literally like edu- educator 101 it's like you don't touch students up their permission and you don't touch people you don't touch anyone from behind when they're clearly like emotionally I, distraught I fully, I for don't, no reason i don't know the reason i don't really know it for it because i would have done the same thing if someone were to grab me i don't care who it is you grab me i'm going to shove your hand off my face yeah a stranger from behind like he had no idea what's going on he just he didn't even like do anything he just like shoved him off and a little is, bit i feel like if you would have known it was my principal that's what it is it was just the fact some random person was grabbing his shoulder. He didn't know who it was. Like, exactly. No. The, and then the fact that he got in trouble for it is like absolute. Like, and that is bullshit. The people talking about it, too. Like, you were just watching. You were just watching this all happen. I, I get so angry. Like, because there's no way that he got in that much trouble for like yelling in the hallway. It wasn't about that. It was the fact that he like shoves the vice principal and then like he, and then the vice principal breaks the vase. Like, you know what it is? His two-faced dirty shifting. Okay, I hate that man. Oh my god. Two-faced dirty shifting. And he was like, this kid's gonna kill me. He is so petty. And I really hate that man. I hate him for this moment alone. Like none of this was necessary. Mm-hmm. Not none of it. I literally would just think about it randomly when I'm in bed and I just I'm like, damn, I hate him. What kind of and what kind of educator has first of all a reputation for like causing trouble? Like who goes out into the world like today I'm gonna fuck with children? <laughs> I'm gonna make everyone's life miserable. Like he's just the worst character and I just like can't get over like no no good no good educator would like touch a student from behind while in they a confrontational way. Yes. No. Maybe if there was like a physical fight going that's on, that's the only time that would be different. As someone who's taking like training stuff for like, but like when you like help like a fight die down, mm-hmm. you do not intervene until they like, actually get physical, yeah. and in which case you have to like pull them away, obviously. But like, it was so, but that wasn't happening. Like, he was just yelling, and then he, he was, was like walking away, like, the conversation was over. 
It was literally just Moya being like, get back here. Like, what are you, why are you leaving? And he's like, he wasn't even following him. Yeah. He wasn't going to do anything. Exactly. There was, it was clear that it wasn't going to be a physical fight. And I feel like that's why Nora got mad that he was getting grabbed. He's like, I'm not fighting. I'm like, suspended. It's suspended from school. Suspended for a week. Suspended for a month from school activities. A month. And that goes on your permanent record, too. I'd be so mad. I mean, not that Noe is going to do anything. He's not going to go to college. <laughs> so, well, yeah. In theory, though, like, my biggest thing in high school was, like, I can't get in trouble. I don't want to tell my permanent record. Whether or not I was going to, like, college or not, I didn't want to tell my permanent record. My, my school didn't have records of anything, so. <laughs> I went to a weird school. I don't think they, like, kept track of anything. It happened. It was mainly just my morale to know that I got through high school without getting, like, <laughs> suspended or like detention or anything i like there's like many that was like my motivator yeah i never got in trouble for anything oh she's scared <laughs> <laughs> like i can't get in trouble yeah and that's the thing like i'm like i don't know Nuria like has this reputation as like being troublesome but he's not he's like just okay so he's like hyperactive i feel like he'd probably be like annoying to have some students i feel like he's not getting caught that gets really hyperactive when they talk about something so they can blow it out of the answer without like raising hand or whatever and they like get onto him for it which like he's participating in class <laughs> but it's something like important yeah it's, like it's just he's him not being a delinquent a loud energetic high school boy yeah like he's not a delinquent he's just like kind of like if he was my student i'd be like oh. but it's not like horrible good morning Nishinoya. <laughs> And him and Tanaka, like, this is the first, like, I feel like episode where we really get to see those interactions. I love their friendship. I love their friendship so the much. Friendship. I love the way that Tanaka acts around him. Like, he he really, I feel like Noya has, like, respect for Tanaka as his friend, but, like, he's like, oh, this is, like, my bro, whatever. But Tanaka is really, like, ride or die. Like, Noya is everything. He's like, that's my friend. He's that's really my friend. Is, Oh, into him. So like proud of him. Like, and he just like breaks into tears for it. Like I love their friendship. I love their relationship. I think it's perfect. And I love it when it's the two of them and also Tina Go with them. Yes. Oh my god. I love it's just her following them around. These volumes are so cool. Like they say something oh, and he repeats it like 100 percent Yeah, they'll say something and then he'll like take it out of context. Yeah. He takes their joke out of context and like will tell it to someone else and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Where'd you learn this from? And you're like, Tanaka Noya, obviously. I always forget how funny it is. It's and really you can funny. see it and I love it. And it's cute. It's like so I don't know. I, I just love like the interactions between like the ages because like they're not that much older than him but like a year in high school is enough that you kind of like act like those people are like your cool older friends my freshman year of high school there was a junior who i got like close with and stuff and it was to the point where like they would invite me out and at first i thought it was like oh we were friends i think it was more of like i'm like the little like sibling (laughs) the little sibling honestly i love that yeah, I remember like being a sophomore and like being friends with seniors, and it was definitely kind of like I was like such a popular one. And that's like, really how it feels. Yeah. I just 100% what it reminds me of. He pays his salary, he gets to get ice cream or something, and he's like, I'm going with my friends. God, they're so cute. I love it. Makes me so happy. Yes, and honestly, like uh, that's what all of like the Tima's family like jokes and fun content should be. Yeah. But instead, it always gets weird because people 
were horrible at <laughs> can't be normal. Like, I don't know. Jokes about Sudo acting like a mom would have been funny if people didn't make it weird. Exactly. It can be, it can be in the sense of like if you're gonna call Sudo the mom friend, don't actually call him mom. Like that's what's so weird about it. It's like if it was like in the okay mom yeah, kind of way. That, like yeah, people do that with their friends. That is normal. Like if your friend is like make sure you have dinner, which Suda does, yeah. and they're like, okay, mom. That's that is good. Not actually calling him like Mom, but now you're like you're like my mom. No, he's no, you're not. not. <laughs> don't be the 17-year-old high school boy. Do not like, call him mom. That is weird. The layers of that, like the like homophobic undertones and the like race undertones and the like no, it's so bad. It just all layers up. It just like, what the Yeah, come on. I feel like people are getting a little bit more like aware of how weird it is and like. The criticism has gotten to the point where people like don't do it as much anymore. But like, oh my gosh, in 2017, it was really bad. It was really bad. It was horrendously bad. <sighs> right. So then we flashed back to we're back in the in the club room, and oh, okay, they have like the whole like the really dramatic moment with like the call for the the ball. That moment and everything. is so crazy dramatic. It's so funny. <laughs> I think, like, because I've started watching volleyball after watching Haikyuu, I, like, go back, and the moments that take, like, so long like this have been a millisecond. A millisecond. And it feels so weird now watching it back, because Azuki is just, like, standing there, and I'm like, the ball is already coming, dude. Like, why are you like, standing there? <laughs> it takes, like, it takes, like, 45 seconds for the ball to fall. Just I was just like watching it. Like, I know obviously it's not really that slow. Like, it's happening in yeah, real time. It's just a drama stage, but this was really funny like, to think about it now. We have like a full on conversation while the ball's in the air. Like, no, let's go. Come on. It's so good. And then he's just like standing up with his fist clenched, like, eh, and yelling. Oh my God. But yeah, I, I do really like that moment. I don't know. It's a nice way of like showing what they've been talking about. With like the whole teamwork thing, exactly. without necessarily having to say it again in like such an obvious fashion, mm-hmm. and how it's like often he's like, "I'm not alone." Yeah, like I have everyone like supporting me. I have mm-hmm. Sue setting the ball the way I want it. I have Noya picking up the balls that get blocked. I have. It's so good. It's so good. Also, I I really um like all the way through this episode, I found Noya's like commentary on how he like thinks about the game very. Yeah, we do really get to hear it. This is like the uh, this is like the only time he really talks about it, and like I don't know, I really think it's it's an interesting like way that he thinks. He he feels it's very much like I don't know, it's like the opposite of Kageyama, like the whole like I want to do all of it, but at the same time I feel like he has like that same desire. He's like so frustrated that he can't do more. Mm-hmm. In a sense, I don't know. It's just like very it's very interesting way he talks about it. How he's like the air is not like where I should be like that's yeah. the attackers yeah my stuff like my role is to be like ready to receive like low to the ground yeah which also I just I love it when people are like really like passionate about their position like Kageyama is the same way I think it's like a really charming part of their personality when it's like not just volleyball but like their individual like niche part of it that they're like so invested in exactly but yeah that's 
that's pretty much where the episode ends. Um, just some like reflecting about yeah. how he's not alone anymore. He's like, yeah, it's just this like reflection, and he hits the ball, and it gets hits, and it's like, whoa, it's so exciting. Was like honestly so like impressive to watch. It was so like powerful the way just literally groping past their hands. I love the way they animate that stuff where the ball is like like with the wind like swirling around it and the way it like squishes. Oh my god! I love watching it like squish down the feet up at the end. I think about it and I'm like. I'd be so scared to block it. And you know, <laughs> later when Yasha's like, he's gonna break up. That's how I feel. Oh, yeah, girl. It's so intense. I'm literally like, oh my god. Yeah, and they really they go for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, later, like, see she will like touch up his finger. Yeah, he literally like, 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 I was thinking about that area. Then he breaks his fingers, he has to just flinch and wrapped up, and he's like, all right, I'm back. Oh my god, the whole time though, at the end, all I was thinking was like, how weird it must be for like Ukai to be watching this go down and like not to know any of like the drama exactly. or anything, but they're just like yelling and being like, so hearing Auntie just scream for the ball. He's probably like, okay, kid, like calm down. It's so funny. Oh, just like the whole thing, like, why the frick is Kanaka crying? Yeah, why is Daichi like making all these like wistful faces? No, it's just so funny. Because, like, you watch something from the outside, and you don't know, like, the relationship or anything like, that the team has, and then to see it, like, as, like, an outsider, it's kind of like, what? Yeah, I'm sure he's, like, it's, or, like, even, like, the other, like, guys on the neighborhood association, they're just, like, <laughs> he, like, he, like, calls for the ball, and it goes out. I was say that. Somebody was literally, like, oh, my, give it to me. <laughs> like, so good. He's probably, like, okay, don't give it to me. Sorry. My bad. My bad. So I mean, I know that like false, but honestly, I feel like it's like he doesn't care because like he's like, no, he wouldn't. You know, like the bare minimum situation, so he's kind of like, I'll let the kid get it. <laughs> Just like all of it, of like the like keep tossing it to him until he gets it. I feel like the, the neighborhood association is just like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, why are we here? Tell him to stop. Just chill. Why are we here? What, what are we doing? Uh, I love just like the little details with them. Like, they're liberal, couldn't get off work. Like, I don't know, something about them is just like, <laughs> it's so funny. They're just like random guys who like work in stores and it just like makes me really happy to see their thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. How like the cross side, they didn't have a Libro. It was only yeah, that's true. He's like, I need to do Libro for the neighborhood association. And I'm like, why not for Karasuno? Yeah, wait, who was on their side? It was like it was Daichi, Tanaka, Anoshida, Anoshima. Anoshida. Of course Kenoshida. Alright, well whatever. He's one of the substitutes that gets the most play time. Yeah. Inertia is. Yeah. As he should. And it's like him and I just love Inertia. Yeah. And I love getting to watch him play. <laughs> I don't even remember what he plays. I don't remember at all. He played the same position as Austin. He's a he's one of the Yeah, athletes. but I can't remember when it happened. So. <laughs> well he technically he substituted for Daichi. Oh um, Daichi got injured, he substituted for Daichi. Also he's definitely He's a wind cycle. He's a wind cycle. Yeah. But I, I love Anoshida. I'm so sad we don't get to see him more. And it makes me really sad too because he does become the next captain and we don't get to like see him. No. We have like those very brief instances of him like interacting with like Tanaka and Noya. But like everything else, you don't really get to see him. And he's my favorite from Cross No. And I honestly cannot tell you why. We don't like we know nothing about him. 
I just think he's so sweet. And I love how he literally is unafraid to just like clown the hell out of Tanaka and Malia. And how he's like the only one like an actual like brain cell between the second years. God, as much as like for the narrative, it wouldn't make sense for them to like keep making content all through high school. Like that would be, it would be too long and it wouldn't be interesting, but like, I, I still want it. Like, I, I see like, like Captain so bad. I want to see all the stuff with like when the first years of third years. Yes, with like Yamaguchi as captain and then Yachi yes. having the two people under her. Hinata getting Tanaka's jersey. Yeah. It makes me so emotional. Like, you know, yeah. it makes sense for Anosha to be captain because whenever Daichi's not there, he's always like Anosha's in charge. Oh my god, I love that part. It's so <laughs> funny. Like, I really love Anosha, and I wish he got more screen time. I wish we knew like more about him. People are like that with like my favorite characters too. So it's like for some reason you just feel like a fixation on someone, and it's like you can't even explain why. Like I don't know why I love Shibayama so I was about much. I mentioned that. You it's Shibuyama. literally the same. It's the same thing. He's like, just He's fucking perfect. He's so. He's so we kind. One instance of him having that moment during yeah. the Sky Disguises, but like other than that, really, it's like- No, he's not in anything else. It's yeah. just that. But I don't know, I just really like him. And it's like the same thing. It's like, I don't have an explanation for like why it's him and like why I like him so much. When like he's in the same amount as Inoshiro, like the same like kind of- Yeah, like, He's exactly. the same kind of character who like has like maybe one really like poignant kind of moment, but like in general- One important moment, one or two lines. Yeah. I mean, he, like, literally didn't... Did he even have a voice actor until the Land vs. Sky OVA? Like, I don't think so. he was in, like, two arcs and and an OVA and, like, didn't say anything until fourth appearance I'm or whatever. But, like, then it's kind of like Fukunaga. <laughs> okay, it's, like, more than Fukunaga, but, like, no. No, yeah, it's, like, the Fukunaga is the same. had a voice actor. He literally did not... He didn't speak. And it's just so funny because like you know like 
Nekomala will so like latch onto that energy and just think it's like he just brought him back. He like, really does. Because like you see like later on and everything. Like a cat just like batting at a bird that it's murdered. So <laughs> funny. It is literally the funniest thing to me. And how they start this huge rivalry like for years. For nothing. And there's no explanation for it. They really don't explain it. It's just them playing at a match. They live nine hours away from each other. It's just like <laughs> I can't even tell you what causes it. It's literally just over here being like I don't like you. <laughs> and they come out of being like, okay, okay, bud. Like they're they're profound friends. And how they like call each other. Oh my god. Like, set up like matches and how they get like they literally will, like drink together. It just I don't I don't understand what caused it, but I'm not even complaining because I love it so much. I think they're they're so funny. Just like the fact that they've been going on since they were in high school and like they made it everyone else's problem. Like <laughs> They're grown men and they're like, we have a rivalry. Like, from where? 65 years old and they're still going at it. I think it's hilarious. It's genuinely it's like a 50 year thing. Yeah. A 50 year rivalry. Yeah. And it only ended like five years ago. When, yeah. When when Ukai like retired. <sighs> and it's the fact that Nekamata retired and then came back. And he was like, fuck no. I'm going to be back. And especially when partners. Get animated when partners get animated, it's over. I already we saw that that like uh Nekomata TikTok of like the perils of him when he was young, yes. and people are finally starting to like wake up to how awesome Nekomata is. And I honestly, I can't wait because more people will understand what you heard before. I read the chapter with like young Nekomata and Kasumi and that rivalry. I love Nekomata, yes, I love him. I was like, it was, he's so just. So for me, it was really the like the stick face tale that like absolutely I was like I love this old man. Like just the fact that he thinks that Kemma is so funny and he's like I need you to watch another for me. He makes the most amusing faces. I just he just really thought that like plant skin scowl was so funny and it just like I don't know. He probably went home that night and was like something about that is just like so charming to me that he's just like this old man who like he's literally the grandpa he's like their grandpa he's literally the grandpa i adore nekamata i am so i'm so ready so so ready to see him and when he like takes like the younger teachers out to like come drink with him it's just like it's so precious i love him he makes me so happy he just is such a great guy they're like just a couple characters, but like if they were real, I just like I just want to hug from him so There's bad. three of them. There's three of them for me. So, okay, I know it's him, Bokuto. Who else do you want to hug from? You want Kita to hug me? <laughs> oh god! Just to have Kita just hug me and tell me I'm doing a good job. If Kita Shizuki said that I was doing a good job, I would die on the spot. I just I don't know. All you want is for Kita Shizuki to say he's proud of you. Of all people. <laughs> The most perfect boy. He is he is the most perfect boy. He is like one of the few characters, like I really view like most of the characters as like I view them as like me myself now looking at a high schooler. Exactly. Who I'm like, okay, like whatever, there's like stupid high schoolers. But for some reason it's Kita. He's the exception. I think honestly, he's just such an old soul. He really is. He was raised by like his granny and like live his life by like what he's been told by her and how he's like I, I don't do things because he's supposed 
um, we can see them act, as you can see, like, I feel like, like that's the right thing to do. This is expected of me. He has like an orderly routine. He makes good grades. He's just perfect. He's a perfect ideal person. I adore him. He's literally perfect. I can't, I can't stand it. The fact that I went so long I'm just trying to convince people about why he is so perfect. And everyone's like, I don't know him. <laughs> well, like the thing is, like you're just not gonna get it until you see like all the exactly. stuff with him. You and have like, to just like see it. You have to see the way he just reacts and that backstory and how he talks to his team and how we all have so much respect like for him. So I I love Kita. Honestly, I, I love Narizaki. I miss him so much. Nekama and Narizaki are like D team. Nekama and Narizaki. And also Seijo just because like they were my like Seijo was yes, Seijo was my first babe. I love Seijo. Like I love like little bits of Seijo's interaction. Like all the therapy, like the fourth like Masakawa yeah. and Maki. Oh my god. Yuzumi Makawa. I love their interactions with each other. I think it's so fun. Yeah, I really like the the Seijo team dynamics are fun because they're very like different from I feel like all the other teams. They're honestly a frat house. <laughs> it literally reminds me of just frat boys just having the time of their lives. Like if you watch the like performance or the like the stage plays. Yeah, the stage yeah. plays. Thank you. I was remembering the stage plays. Like their fan chant that they have is just so it literally just reminds me of like a group of boys just they're so goofy, honestly. And I feel like something about Sager, like the the early perception of them feels so different from like what you actually get when you see them interact with each other. Like they're so they're so goofy, like you said. Like, like the Sage OVA. The Sage OVA. Oh my god. We'll have to like I want to again. It's some of my favorite episodes. <laughs> the left one is just like pure comfort. See your unadulterated joy. Something that people like people need to watch it. Like if you say that you watched the two and you haven't watched the OVAs, you have to watch the OVAs. You have to watch them. You don't have to watch certain ones. Like I never watched the season three OVAs, Chicago one. I didn't watch it because I didn't care enough to. But like I've seen every other OVA. I only watched. I guess I did watch it because it's part of the movie. I watched them as like the movie. I don't know. I actually liked that part because it's like the only part of. Sure, Shorizawa that was ever like cute. Is the OVA? Uh, yeah. They're actually kind of better if you watch the OVA. I may have to watch the OVA then. I feel like get into Shure I feel like I might watch the OVA. Maybe I'll get to know. Who knows? I don't know if I've, I've only watched it as like part of the movie. Anyway, well, we got off on a total tangent. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Whatever. Um. Yeah, that that was a good episode. I like that episode. It was honestly like the most intense one we've seen so far. Yeah. They get more intense. This is like, yeah. This was definitely more like emotional. Just like the music and everything was super dramatic and like the like really sad music playing all the time. I'm just like, how funny to me. Like, you wouldn't think this is an anime about what's in volleyball with the way it was like, like perceived and written. It was literally like so, like life or death situation. Yeah. I honestly, I love it though. I think it's fun. It's fun as hell. And next week we get the end of this match. And the start of when things like start up for real, really. Right. Yeah, Golden Week's coming. Golden Week. And is Golden Week. I forgot to that. In like terms of like the year? Yeah. Mm, that's a great question. Is it in this I think it's in the summer? I don't know. 
I think it's cute that they have like a little training camp. Yes, like just during we like why they could all go home, mm-hmm. but instead they like go and like sleep in the, the little like dorm together, just like for no reason. Because like CrossFit makes so much sense why they do it, but it's like yeah. everyone else. I don't know why. I think it's gonna be cute. Cause they get to bond with their friends. I think it's precious, honestly. I would have loved that. To just like, I know. Get to like I have like a like, week long sleepover with your yes. friends and then like so like force the whole time. Anyway, well, I'm Elaine and I'm B, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>